Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. I know that you have been enjoying this week because I have been in Birmingham, Alabama uh, with my cousin, uh, Apostle Steve Van Giesen from the Rock of Shelby County and his beautiful wife, Pastor Bev. And they're my cousins, more like brother and sister to me. And I love them so much. And these are some sold out people. Um, they are the ones that actually led me to Apostle Aaron in the Rock Church um, almost 30 years ago and uh, changed my life forever. And so uh, I have been watching them and their life and their ministry and who they've become. And these are people of an honest and integrity. And you can trust that they're sharing out of their heart for the revelation that they know. And today is real important because we kind of going to walk you through a court session. What I'm going to explain just for a couple of minutes is what I have learned and I actually do a lot. I don't do a lot of stuff with the courts. I'm very new in it. Like I said before, I'm learning it. I have done a few major legislation points in the heavens, uh, in the courts, uh, doing certain things. Um, but the one I go to all the time is what uh, I've learned from Ian called the mobile court. It means it's, you know, it's right there. It's mobility, I guess. I guess that's why they call it the mobile court, right? Um, but really, it's the one where you basically deal with your junk where you go and ask Yahweh to judge you to life. And so um, there's this actually video, that uh, not video, audio that Ian has out from years and years and years ago that I listen to on a regular basis. And it's just a few minutes. And it's basically going into the heavens, going into the courts, and then allowing the accuser to come in and accuse you. And I remember the first time I heard this, I thought it was crazy, you know. And uh, then Ian said, you know what you have to do? You have to uh, do what the word says and come in agreement with the accuser. And so that kind of blew me away. My religious mind did not like that. And, um, and I didn't understand it at all. But I would go into the court and as the priest of myself, see, that's the first thing. I would go into the mobile court as the priest of myself. Why? Because I'm a priest. And I go in through Yeshua. Do not get me wrong. I do everything inside Yeshua, the high priest. But I still went to represent myself unto the Father through Yeshua, right? And I take on this blood covenant. I take on the high priest. And then I allow the enemy to accuse me. And I will sit there and therefore agree with the accuser and agree with my adversary quickly as I then begin to lay all that accusation and everything I am. It's really like Jehovah trickster, okay? Because you're allowing the enemy at this moment to come in to accuse and to uh, legislate against you only because your judgment is to life. But what happens in the mobile court, the same judgment to life that goes to you because of the blood covenant of Yeshua goes to your adversary it goes to the demands of the demonic trials or any kind of snares or oppressions or things he has set up for you or traps for you or have oppressed in your life or been activated in your life because there's many things throughout life through generational ancestral bloodline as well as our own activities in life that has opened doorways. Well, guess what? You get judged to life and to love and to light and the blood covenant where you're free and it begins to break the protocol. It begins to break the pull of those things in your life and you're free. You're judged to life. 
See, automatically you're judged to light and life. Therefore, the whom the sun set free is free indeed. And I love this. It's something Ian says. He says it gets you really clean and it gives you uh, kind of like, you know, a short account. Like do this on a regular basis. And I do it on a regular basis. All right. And it stands me as a righteous priest under Yahweh through Yeshua the Christ. But then I love this. All that judgment that came against me that is to me life to those things that oppress me is to death is to death. See? So it accuses them and it goes against them and it tears them up. Why? Because they're not blood covenant. They're not under the cover of Yahweh as a hooper and a covering like I am. I'm under this covenant of love, his covenant of blood. Guess what? So are you. And therefore, when I go into the courts, I'm going into as light. I'm going in there as blood covenant. So therefore, even if there's an adversary accusing, it cannot come nigh my dwelling place. He was fooled because by his accusation, he is judged because he doesn't have any blood covenant. And that's what I know about the mobile court. But we're going to go a little more deeper into the other courts that Pastor Beverly's going to be leading us in in just a moment and walking you through an actual court case by the Spirit. Now, I understand this is a mock court case for your learning ability and uh, ask the Holy Spirit and ask the seven spirits to lead you in this as you add these things into your life as we now go to Pastor Beverly. Hallelujah, Pastor Beverly. Glory to God, there she is. Hello. Um, okay, I'm going to walk you through, as Apostle Craig said, this is what I have learned to um, enter into a court. Let's say I have a, just for example, let's say right now we have a, a granddaughter that's dealing with, um, and has been for several years, um, arthritis, juvenile arthritis, okay? Now, I've discovered over the last several months, as Yahweh has been revealing to me, where some of this may have come in through what I refer to as, um, and I'm sure Apostle Greg has referred to as portals that may have been open in the past due to sins in um, either my life, my husband's life, or generational, either somebody even before, you know, and a grandparent or somebody before us. So over the last few weeks, the Lord has been showing me how to go into the courts for this particular incident for my granddaughter. So what I typically do is um, I always go in prayer first with praise and worship. I always give it, going into his courts with praise and worship. And then after I've done my praise and worship part, I would go in and I repent for any sin, whether I know I did it or a sin I may not know, even realize I might have done by just offending somebody or hurting or saying something that I did not mean to or whatever. Then I've learned to go in and go and maybe repent for any type of sin that may have been passed down generational. And some of a lot of people are into this big DNA testing and getting all these test things. And what the Lord has shown me is when you look back and say, well, like I think they, they refer to Irish have hot tempers. And well, I'm just Irish, so I have a hot temper. No, that a hot temper can be a generational curse that's been passed down that you've just learned to accept as your DNA type thing. So these are portals that could have been opened and you just deal with the hot temper because, oh, my mama had a hot temper, my daddy, my grandmother, so forth. So 
you close any and all portals that could have been open from past generations that something may have come in, an illness, such as a lot of women deal with, say, breast cancer. As they say now, it's very hereditary and has been for years. If your mother had it, your grandmother probably had it, and so forth. You want to close these portals that the enemy has allowed to be open over generation after generation after generation, and you will live in fear. A lot of women will live in fear of that because if they had it, then their grandmother or mother stuff would have it. They could probably get it. So you want to close any and all portals that could have been open from any type of sin whatsoever. So you just go in and you declare. And if you know what the sin is or the person that might have done this, you know, sin or a name of anything or a name of whatever it could be, call it out. Whatever is your technique that you want to do it. I like to call it out in my prayer time. If I know what it is, identify it. Call it out. You're going to kill it. You're going to close that portal. It is going to not have any authority whatsoever. And once you've closed these portals of anything and everything that you could have, you know, or didn't know from past generational things, then I go before the Father and I lay out my petition, my request, my heart's desire for my granddaughter to be able to live without pain, without having to take medicine and so forth. I want her to be able to be a normal 11-year-old little girl and not have the difficulties and challenges that she has on a daily basis. So I lay that before the Father and I petition him that she has, nothing else can be, um, lined up to come against her. I, as her mother, as her grandmother, I'm standing in, I've broken all these curses. I've closed all these portals. And now I'm going before the father and I've, I've requested of him to heal her, to bring forth the manifestation of her healing. And then I just praise God because although it may not happen immediately, I know that answer is going to come because I have cleared the path and I've closed that door. And now that disease cannot go on from her to to any of her children and so forth and any generations that are yet to come. I have closed that off. And that's what I'm learning in the courts to close these things because they're, they're just generational curses that will continue to attach themselves to your family if you don't stop them once and for all. And I believe that this is what Yahweh is trying to bring to us is a new revelation and a new insight and teaching us to stop this stuff so that we can be the mighty men and women of God that we're supposed to be and have the power and ability that we're supposed to have here on earth while we're here and to do the jobs that we are assigned to do that our scroll was written about us to do so that we can accomplish these things and stop falling into the enemy's traps and getting sidetracked with our our thoughts, our actions, our flesh, and anything else that distracts us and keeps us from becoming what we are supposed to become in this earth. That's awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. You know, I just want to close with this one thing that uh, even though I know this is just a few minutes each day this last week about the courts and we're just barely, you know, surfacing and scratching it, I really want you to engage Yahweh and go engage the courts and what you need to make sure you do, though, I want you to walk in faith when you do it. I know I mentioned it before. And don't let fear come in. And also don't go on a witch hunt because, you know, we start talking about ancestral and bloodline curses and generational curses. Let Holy Spirit reveal it. Yeah. 
You know, don't be like, oh, well, you know, the dog had a pink pimple and, uh, you know, <laughs> come on. You know what I'm saying? But don't go on a witch hunt. We, we don't really care about that because Yeshua knows it all. Let Holy Spirit bring up things to you. Now, some things you may know, but then let Holy Spirit bring things up. But also don't be afraid of it because it's already under the blood. You're going justified by Christ Yeshua, see? That repentance, that's turning back to your original intent that's taking you from where you're at in the natural realm and bringing you to a high estate, going back to the original estate of what you are. Because a lot of times when people use the word repentance, all we think is condemnation of sin, blah, 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 blah. No, that is part of it, but that's already been done in the blood. It is the repentance of changing your mind and having you reinstated into the high place of the Lord and washing that slate clean by that precious blood that gives you the authority to go before the father and face his accusers. What I love about it, which we really didn't get to talk about much of this, about the blueprints that Yahweh would give you, the legislative letters that Yahweh would give you, kind of like for her daughter, her granddaughter, you know, she can get her that legislative letter and put it in the heavens and put it in her daughter's spirit and put it in her spirit and begin to have that as a right. And it has that as an authority and it takes away the rights and the authority of the enemy or the curses or the things that come and get our life. This stuff is real. Uh, someone listen, you need to hear this stuff is real. I, I know we couldn't explain the whole thing in this short thing, but this is thing stuff is real and you should be seeking Yahweh about it because he wants you to deliver, save, set free and make whole that Kaye Alam everlasting life can overtake us as sons that we can learn to co-create and legislate through the whole earth that the earth will rejoice at the sound of the vibration of a son. This is Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. See you tomorrow.